You like easy money? Well, thanks to my bookie and their lock of the season. If either team scores in the NFL season opener, you win. A game hasn't ended 0-0 since, well, World War II, so this is a sure thing. Head to mybookie.ag, select the lock of the season, and any team scores between the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Bucks, and you win! The best bet is the one you cannot lose. MyBookie is also playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest, and it only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season, so don't wait to get in the game. Join now. Head to MyBookie.ag today and use our promo code ZABE and instantly receive double your first deposit. That's right, double your funds to double your winnings. Again, that's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and receive double your first deposit and get started with MyBookie today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. Today on the ZabeCast, special guest, Zabe's brother from another mother. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. A Baltimore kid who grew up closer to the Brady Bunch than the wire. So you were like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> not, Come on, not some in, of mama's not, hamburger. It's just as good as McDonald's. It's better than McDonald's. Not as poor, but the same thing, yeah. And a grown-ass man who doesn't have any time for anything less than the bare-knuckle truth. And the truth shall set you free! And now... Ready to call out all the number one bullshit in the world, Notorious J-A-Y. Oh, here we go. Fancy new open. I love the open. Who dis, as the kids like to say. <laughs> yeah, new open. <laughs> Who dis? Exactly. Hold on. Post coming. I do love this song, though. And by the way... We are coming plausibly live tonight from the Mobile Strike Studio, Ooh. which is now going to become the exclusive home of the ZabeCast. All ZabeCasts shall originate from the Mobile Strike Studio, including ones like this, when I could just do it in my home studio. Did Mrs. Zabin kick you out of the house? <laughs> no, not yet, but no. Not yet. <laughs> Any married Any man, it's now. just a matter of time. No, you know, I was just sort of thinking about stuff. And first of all, from a tax write-off standpoint, this is good to be able to say, 
every podcast I do is from in here. But secondly, the way I can tape it now video-wise, it just makes sense. It looks clean. And I've also gone to a new format, new format, who dis Jay, where when I have a guest on, the guest is going to have the entire run of the 30-minute show. So in other words, I won't say stuff on the front end or the back end of you Ooh. or Ron or anyone else. And there's a reason for that. You know why? I, I have no idea. I'm waiting. Because not all of my takes are agreed upon by everybody. And so let's say I uncork a take that makes somebody a little bit uncomfortable. And it's on the front end of a podcast that they did with me. They go send the link to the podcast like, hey, I was on this good podcast with this guy, Zabin. And then they hear my rant about COVID or something, and that person's like, ooh, ooh, that guy. So this way... Well, there should be a disclaimer, though. The thoughts and views are strictly Steve Zabin and Steve Zabin's alone. We could always do a disclaimer. We could always do a disclaimer. Now, I will do some solo shows where it's like, okay. You you, you can spew any crazy COVID that you want to. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that out loud? <laughs> don't give me don't give me started on that, Jay. Did you see? Did you first of all? Did you like the fact that stadiums are full this weekend in college football? I did because I heard. I can't remember what stadium they were singing. Uh, jealousy, Mister Bright, Brightside. Uh, yeah, yes. not jealousy, Mister Brightside. But that was yeah. Michigan Stadium. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool, and I'm kind of waiting for. Even I said I said the jump around is, is one of my favorites. Uh, Florida singing uh, "Won't Back Down" by Tom Petty. No way, is pretty special. Florida also. sang that, huh? No, they do. That's their Here. new thing. They sing "I Won't Back Down." It is awesome. All right, here's Mr. Brightside by Mission. Hundred and ten thousand, Jay. Yes. By the way, the other thing is I can show. The videos, like when I post this to YouTube. I mean, they're singing the, like the, I don't know if they put the words on the screen, but it. I would have to know the words. I would have to have a sheet out for sure. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot something. Yeah. Fuck Carol. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, fuck Carol to the moon. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that guy. Fuck that, that gal. Hi, Carol. I know you're yeah. listening because I, I, you can't not listen. You're hate listening right now. Yeah, with with a scowl. But anyway, you know, I literally, like, this is the first time I've, because I did promise to begin with that and end with. Ken Beatrice. But anyway, I was very happy. By the way, there's nothing better than college football. As no. much as I love pro football, I enjoy I could watch any rando college football game. If you give me the Giants and the Jaguars, I could not right. shut the drapes fast enough. <laughs> right, because college is a spectacle. And the spectacle's yeah. not complete without fans. So that's a good yeah. thing. All right, let's get to the big story, which is they say they go in threes. Ed Asner, Ed Asner, Willard Scott, and Michael K. Williams, a.k.a. 
Omar from The Wire. Talk about an odd threesome right there. Which one of these just doesn't belong? This has hit many fans of The Wire really, really hard. Are you one? Uh, Oh, I was talking to my best friend growing up today, and I here was my hot take. Behind Tony Soprano, Omar from The Wires is the greatest HBO character ever. That's what I said. To, and, and again, I'm a guy that's watched one and a half episodes of The Wire, but I promise oh, oh, I'm going to well, keep digging in. I'm going to get through this thing. I know, and I'm going to love it when it's all said and done. It just is a sticky wicket for me. But I said he is the equivalent, the exact equivalent of Tony Soprano for The Wire. He Right, he is. Yeah, he and he died in, in, oh, in the sorry. episode. Ah, spoiler! No, don't tell oh, me. Spoiler! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, but J- he Jay, was, trust me, I'm gonna pretty much assume guys die. Oh, okay. In the water. <laughs> well, two things: he wasn't supposed to be in that many episodes. He just illuminated over the people who wrote it so much that they said, we got to put this guy in the show. Right. He was only supposed to be in like three episodes. No shit. No shit. And then he became this central figure where he thrived <laughs> on a reputation of being this badass. He was a ghetto Robin Hood. He robbed from the drug dealers and didn't give back to the poor, but kept it for it. But he robbed the drug dealers. That's what he said on the, on the, um, he was on trial. Well, he wasn't on trial. He was a witness in a death, and the judge says, what do you do? And he said, and I quote, I robs drug dealers. Wow. So, yes. what, what was this scene here that I played for you before? It's in the alley. Oh, whistling the – oh, is that the That's one? Oh, him and Brother Muzon. Have, yes. Okay, who's Brother Muzon? Brother Muzon was muscle that the Stringer – not the Stringer Bell, now. the Barksdale family it's brought in from New York. Omar. And this guy's all dressed real nice yeah, and clean. He's, and he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a the, the fruit of Islam. You know, they dress like that. Oh, yeah. We'll move slow. And at one point in Baltimore, the fruit of Islam uh, protected the um, high rises. No shit. Yes. I knew you come back. I trust you didn't lose sleep over it. Worrying about you be like wondering if the sun gonna come up. Ain't about to wild out over it. Michael K. Hamilton died of a drug overdose, and he had had yeah. drug problems in the past. He started out as a dancer for a number he, of hip hop acts, and I thought I saw. I thought I saw some video. Yeah, um, one hundred percent by Baltimore's own Crystal Waters. He he uh, choreographed that video, which I'm, pr- I'm probably sure it's under. It's over like eight million views on YouTube today, but it was kind of a hit in like ninety whatever. Yeah, but he yeah he choreographed I, that video. I I read somewhere in an oblique reference that he was gay, or no? It was very nobody ever said anything. It was maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Who really cares? I think he might have been in the Vogue video also with Madonna. I think I, I I could be wrong, but I seem to remember that coming up somewhere also. Okay. He had a huge scar on his face. Which he got, he was slashed, yes. And what was that in? Like, in a drug deal, just growing up rough? Never remember, never but I remember on a uh, talk show, him talking about that. By the way, Obama's favorite character in The Wire was Omar.
Oh, really? Well, what wasn't that wasn't he like everybody's favorite character? Who would be character <laughs> favorites number two, three, and four? Um, well, Michael B. Jordan played a lovable yet irascible kid named Wallace who ended up getting killed, but everybody Ooh. loved that character. Well, Michael, B is, Michael got, B is dreamy, let's be honest. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> number three, there's a, there's a, a character, her, her name on the show was Snoop. Real name is Snoop. Snoop Parsons, Felicia. She played a killing machine uh, lesbian, also in real life, killed somebody, spent eight years in Jessup. Damn. Uh, she was... They got they got the characters for real. They got them right. There yeah. was no fakeness. Uh, so those are probably your top three. All right. Yeah. So when I first saw this news, knowing how I once mistook Adrice Elba for Eric LaSalle on uh, ER fame, because you know my black radar gets jammed a lot of times. You know, <laughs> if they're not if they're not baseball, basketball, or football, you don't know. <laughs> no, it's it, no. I just easily confuse, which you know is my own problem. But uh, my first thought was, oh no. The guy who also played the Somali pirate and Captain Phillips. And okay. Can I tell you oh, who's the guy yeah, who I, played? Look at me! Look at me! I'm the captain. No, now. nobody knows who he is. So really? My no, he's he's been so. My friend uh, Damon worked on a lot of films, and he worked on Captain Phillips, and he was telling me a story. Uh, oh, he's a, he's a Somali American actor. He's skinny yes. as fuck. And he and the Somali guy was telling my friend Damon while they were not shooting how he was going to get an agent and kind of be big in Hollywood. And Damon's like, yeah, right. He's like, bro, this was the one movie you yes. were so suited for. Yes. A skinny yeah. black Somali pirate. There's right, not a lot right. of those movies being made. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lance Mannion. Is that who? And, no. And by the way, we no, 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 no. Barkad Abdi. It doesn't matter. Pardon. Guy who was in Captain Phillips, <laughs> who you've never heard from again. That's his name. Okay. Well, can you imagine him yelling at his agent? Call Disney. They're making another Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm a pirate. Get me in that. They're like, nah, it's not that kind of pirate movie. <laughs> God damn it. This is my career. <laughs> what, if, what if this guy Bakdad Abdi was like pitching rom-coms like I'm big now I'm the guy why am I not in a movie with Kerry Washington <laughs> yes. he's demanding the hottest yes. black co-stars yes. why like, am I not in a movie with her I, right, that's crazy look at me look at me I could definitely yeah. make love to Kerry Washington <laughs> Kerry Washington yes <laughs> oh shit well rest in peace Michael K. Hamilton all I can say is a lot of people loved him as an actor and as a character on the show. And he had full chops. He did other stuff as well. But he said in an interview he was just sort of passing through the Hollywood phase. He didn't think that that was his true calling in life. He was in a great show on HBO called Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country that was on. It was one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen, but he was wonderful in it. Uh, he played in Boardwalk Empire. Played Chalky White. Chalky a White, great, yeah, a great, a great gangster. He, it was he's Michael K. Williams, great actor. Yeah. Rest in peace. Not Chad McBoseman. Not no. on that level. One rung below, he, which no, is not really saying anything bad about him. Right, but no really Don, good, no Don Cheadle either. Oh, that's that's the, the, Don Cheadle and Jeffrey Wright. And Denzel, that's the trinity right now. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, now we got to go Black Pantheon of actors. 
Sidney Poitier, Don Cheadle, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, who else did I say? I said I just said another one. Who? Who? I women. Don Cheadle. Oh, Denzel. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What about, what about Sam Jackson? Sydney. Sydney Poitier, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, Don Cheadle. Oh, that, that's come the list. on. That's the Morgan list. Morgan fucking Freeman. Again, Jamie just, fucking Fox. Jamie Fox is the most talented out of all. Because Forrest Whitaker. Threat. Not as good as the people I just named. Larry Fishburne, close. Cuba Again, Gooding Jr. Come on, it's a lot Boat of Trip was Cuba, great. Minute, Radio Cuba, was great. <laughs> Cuba, Cuba Gooding has been canceled. Didn't you get the memo? No. Yeah, he like sexually harassed women on set. Oh no! So yeah. he's out. He's out. So if they pitched him Radio Two. He probably wouldn't take that. <laughs> oh, even I would have laughed at that. Oh God! <laughs> Isn't that what, what? What was the line in um, Tropic Thunder? I don't want to say it. Thunder it. about going full retard. You can't go full retard. <laughs> That's what he said. Here, let me you see if this is. Let me see if that bite is still on YouTube. I bet you it's not. You don't think so? Well, I don't you're think wrong. It is. When I was doing Jack, that I actually felt <laughs> retarded. Simple like, really Jack. Retarded. <laughs> My teeth retarded. I rode bus retarded. Damn. In a weird way, Damn. I just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. Be a moron. Yeah, be Exactly. Be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. Like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. <laughs> when I was playing the character. When you was the character. Yeah, I mean, as Jack. Definitely. Yeah. Jack. Stupid ass Jack. Triple, triple Jack. <laughs> I'm literally belly laughing now. I don't think I've ever had this stomach contractions like this in a long time. I need to watch Talladega Nights once a year minimum, and this movie once a year minimum. But thinks he is. That's tricky. Hmm. Tricky. It's like working with Mercury. It's high science, man. It's art form. Yeah. You an artist. Hmm. That's what we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hats off a goon. Especially knowing that the Academy is about that shit. (laughs) Yeah, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Oh, yes, retarded maybe. Braces on his legs. He trying to in the competition. That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. You know any retarded war heroes? Ben Affleck. You ben- went full retard, man. Oh. Never go full retard. So Cuba, Good- Cuba Gooding Jr. now would definitely take Radio 2 just because yes. he's been thoroughly and utterly canceled. Even though the radio has since passed away in like the last six months. Yeah. Okay, so. Naomi Osaka, Jay, is in a bad place right now, mentally. Have you seen, I'm going to play yes. for you, I'm play for you her press conference when she got bounced from the U.S. Open. Number one player in the world still, right? Despite not having played a couple majors this year? No, no, she's not. The chick from Ash Barty. Oh, Ash Barty is now. Okay, yeah, Ash know Barty. your tennis players. Barton, yeah. Ash Barty. Okay, so um, here she is after her third round loss, just looking totally devastated. In, like, the hallway. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. How do I go around seeing this? I feel like for me, recently, um, like, when I win, I don't feel happy. I feel more like a relief. Um, and then when I lose, I feel very sad. And I don't... I don't think that's normal, and I didn't really want to cry, but basically I feel like, um, 
Gentlemen, I'm done. Okay. Thank you. No, I kind of want to finish this, though. I'm sorry. I, I mean, Jay, it's just painful. She is in a bad place. And I don't know how she got there, but I'm just going to blame fucking social media because nine out of ten chance it's definitely that. I think there's this generation of athletes, when you're number one in the world, once upon a time, you were riding high. You were loving life. You had made it. Now it's different. I don't. There's a writer who writes for the undefeated who I've become friendly with over the years. His name is Jerry Bembry. I don't know if you know Jerry Bembry. I heard of Jerry Bembry, yeah. Okay. No relation to Al Bumbry, former Oriole. Well, it's it's Bembry, but close. (laughs) Bembry. Brumbry. And he wrote an article about Naomi Osaka. And I said, I know I'm going to get blasted. This was on his Facebook page. And I said, I know I'm going to get blasted. But maybe she's just not built for this life. It is a tough life. It's okay. Right. Just because, I mean, she's very good at tennis, but it comes with a lot of other shit. And if you can't handle a simple press conference, you're not built for this life. And I mean. But she I, got to this point. Nobody. She was her. under the radar, though. Uh, but what is nobody, it? Heavy, heavy is who wears the crown? What's that saying? How that goes? When you're number, you're number four and then you reach number one. You're okay, but when you're on top of the hill and you got to take all the questions and you can't handle it, you're not built for this. Uh, yes, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Thank you. I could not remember it all. A quote from a guy named Bill Shakespeare. Apparently wrote a few note, few good pieces back in the day. Old Never Bill, heard of him. Bill Shakespeare, yeah. Well, but okay, but she had to climb the ranks of competition and but some you can do degree. That quietly, though. No. Tennis is not as tennis is not the 1980 sport where we knew I I could have told you who the top ten women were in 1986. I couldn't tell you who the top two are right now. Yeah, but still, you're talking about junior events, uh, pro events. I mean, she wasn't Nobody. plucked. She wasn't plucked out of nowhere, Jay. And all of a sudden, she's like, "Oh my God, I'm so, when, such a strange world." When she says, "When I win, I'm not really happy; I'm just relieved. When I lose, I'm sad, but I want to cry, but maybe not." Clearly, all of her emotional software is scrambled right now, and the question is, how and why? Now, some would say, "Well, this has been going on for years. Finally, the sports world is just acknowledging it." I would say, yes, to a certain extent, but more people are broken than ever. Here's another supporting thing: Sloane Stevens said the social media hatred is exhausting and never-ending. And she shared some tweets after she lost, one of them from a guy who said, I promise to find you and destroy your legs so hard you can't walk anymore, at Sloan Stevens. Fixer and corruption like you must be banned forever in jail. I hope you enjoyed your last moments on court today. Psychopaths out there. But that's the internet. That's social media, right? But then you got to take a, you know, take it with a grain of salt because Gunter Perch, Gunter what? Gunter what Parch was? put a, a steak you. knife in between Monica Sellis' yeah. shoulders, that like it was happen. a ribeye. I yeah. well, I know, and that's the thing. But here's here's my question: Couldn't an athlete of that caliber say, "I'm not going to be on social media"? Or any social media I have will be one step removed from being a personal account, by the likes of which it would be Sloan Stevens Tennis Foundation. And they would 
handle whatever social media she wants, and she'd be one step removed. It's like, go ahead and insult her foundation. This is not really her. You know she's not tweeting it out. Yes, there might be pictures of her on there or whatever, but it's not so personal. Couldn't an athlete say, I make enough money on the court. I don't need social media. I would do that, but I guess they all don't think like that. I wouldn't be on it. You think? Um, well, I think the other problem is they grew you up. You think with Drake this. reads his social media? No, and I'm just throwing. You know, you don't think so? No. What about Kanye? No. What about George Clooney? No. What about Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks doesn't know what social media is. Okay, so some guy. The thing with young younger athletes like Sloan Stevens, they probably actually they probably do because. That's all they've known growing they've, up. They, all they know. They've is been weaned media. on that. They grow. They've grown up on that. Is the problem, and so now they can't quit it. They can't. It's as much a part of who they are. They really get off on the adulation. Sloan, you look beautiful. Sloan, you're my favorite player. <laughs> Sloan, you're great. Great win in Australia. Blah blah blah. But then the negative stuff wounds them. They're unable to go. That's some fucking psychopath in Thailand who bet here's, 50 bucks on my match and is just reaching out to be a dick. Here's my only problem with Naomi, though. Okay. You took all the perks that came with being oh. number one. Oh, yeah. And then when it got too hard, you then said, well, I'm out. That's the only problem I have. But again, maybe she's just not built for this stuff. Everybody's not Billie Jean King. Or Chris Everett. Yeah. When it uh, comes to this. Jessica Corda from the Solheim Cup. Americans lost in a tight match, fifteen to thirteen to a very good European team. Jessica Corda said so much hate on Twitter. Look in the mirror and ask yourself if you'd speak to your loved ones the way you speak to us. Think twice before you tweet and stop hiding because we can see you. Hashtag have respect. You like easy money? Well, thanks to my bookie and their lock of the season. If either team scores in the NFL season opener, you win. A game hasn't ended 0-0 since, well, World War II, so this is a sure thing. Head to mybookie.ag, select the lock of the season, and any team scores between the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Bucks, and you win! The best bet is the one you cannot lose. MyBookie is also playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest, and it only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season, so don't wait to get in the game. Join now. Head to MyBookie.ag today and use our promo code ZABE and instantly receive double your first deposit. That's right, double your funds to double your winnings. Again, that's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and receive double your first deposit and get started with MyBookie today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. 
listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, Very quickly, I have that Solheim Cup question. Oh, uh, Jay, I'm I'm glad you called. Uh, The help desk is available here to answer all of your questions, my friend. Go right ahead. Is it Solheim, is it Europe or is it Asia and Europe? (laughs) Because (laughs) because Europe, if it's, it's, it's the Koreans versus us, if it's is that how that goes? No, Am no. I right? Oh, no. It's okay. just Europe versus the U.S. Okay. And I can assure Korea, you. We get our asses kicked. Uh, <laughs> the Koreans could mop up the best of both sides playing left-handed probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, no. I just did. Yeah. I Which, saw that. And I was like, is that how that goes? What would be interesting is, and I proposed this a long time ago. Not proposed. I said they should do this. There is that a little bit better than a proposal. Proposal implies yeah. I had some sort of a you know a PowerPoint and I got in front of somebody for a proposal. Here's what I just said they should do for the Ryder Cup and the captains. Or excuse me, the Presidents Cup. I said it should be a round robin. So the winner of the Ryder Cup plays the odd man out in the Presidents Cup. So Presidents Cup is internationals meaning everybody but Europe and the U.S., versus the U.S. every two years, right? Ooh. So some years it might be Europe versus the internationals. And the most you'd have to sit out would be one two-year cycle waiting to get back on the court. So you would have potentially Ryder Cups that are Europe versus the internationals or even a Ryder Cup that's internationals versus the U.S., and it would just make it spicy. You'd fight to stay on schedule as a entity. You're like, knock it, us off it, the hill. Be like a pickup court, Jay, where you don't want to get knocked off. They could do like that being, in the LPGA. Like being relegated. Right. They could do that in the LPGA where they could do the uh, same thing, a three-way, Europe, U.S., and then just Korea. Forget the internationals, although there's a lot of good Australian female players as well. I'd be all for it, but these things they are big Korean. money makers. <laughs> no, they ain't Korean. Uh, the Korean women are fantastic at golf. They're really yes. good. So anyway, there's your uh, there's your Solheim Cup answer right there. The uh, okay. you know again, and people quickly on on Twitter tell Jessica Corder, you know, why do you let these negative tweets get to you? Like you like all the positive ones, you don't want the negative ones. I don't know. We're in a weird place in sports where this is just. It's a problem. It's going to continue to be a problem because some of the younger generation athletes are just more fragile mentally, especially the, the gals. They've got a lot of pressures on them, you know? The worst thing about our society is the comment section on anything. It's bad. Yes, it is. Like like Reddit. Oh. There you go. See, Boom. I, I if asked... I read one more post about <laughs> how you suck, and they and this is why it sucks, but these fuckers listen every week, shut the fuck <laughs> Oh, I, that's why I hate those dicks. All they will, somebody will bitch about, well, but you listen every week. Somebody You're said to idiot. me, somebody said to me in response to my question, should I jump in and splash around on Reddit every now and then? They said, no. no. He said, because it seems like the people on there are just some of the most negative people ever. And yes, yes. they are yes. sort of your fans. Case, case in point. I know. So 
Somebody, somebody, uh, after Carol's appearance, by the way, God damn it, I missed Carol. I'm glad she's back. Um, the, you want to do a combo, do do a combo the, show with Carol? With the Ganja Queen? Yes. Yeah. That's her nickname. Yeah, Ganja, Ganja anyway, yeah, exactly. so somebody tried to make a joke saying, well, why does Carol hate Jay? <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, well, I was trying to make a joke. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. Where I come from, jokes are funny. <laughs> he, he then literally deleted his whole account and left Reddit, which <laughs> I think is a good thing. So That's funny. Yeah. Run away. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Don't be God. a bitch. If you're gonna make the dumb statement <sighs> and you get called out, I'm gonna call you out. You're a bitch. All so, right. yeah. Greatest Twitter follow out there, short of Club Pro guy, is Super Seventy Sports. Agreed. Rex Chapman's really good too, though. Uh, some say Rex just steals other content and repurposes okay, no, it. Super Super Seventies though is a favorite. It's a lunchtime favorite. I All right. When I sit down and eat, I look. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Ricky Cobb is the guy who runs it, and he's got he's got. It's not just the photos he finds; it's the, rap- the comments. Oh, the rapier wit of his writing, so efficient to the point and funny as fuck. So he also sells T-shirts, you know, fictional things and schools and whatnot to make money and good for him. So he now has a Bishop Sycamore T-shirt, Jay. <laughs> and here is what here is what he wrote about it. You ready? Yes. When they ask you where your school is located, just tell them you made straight A's and I have no fucking idea. (laughs) Home run! Home fucking run! There was a great post and I stole it from someone, but somebody put all the the, the Bishop Sycamore board of trustees and, and people who work there, like Aunt Becky from... Uh, Full House was the director of admissions. Like, remember, remember the guy who was like 16 and he said he was a doctor and was actually treating patients. Well, he was, of course, the 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 uh, director of uh, physicians. You know, what I mean? so it was like all these made up people. Like Monica Lewinsky was the uh, the the director of uh, current affairs. It was just, it's sort it was of very funny. It's sort of like me getting business cards at the old station saying I was VP of snacks. VP of Snack, yes. Greatest fake title ever. By the way, send us your best fake titles in business along the lines of VP of Snacks. Things that don't exist but probably should exist. So now the coach or the fired coach at Bishop Sycamore, who, by the way, was writing bad checks to uh, Holiday Inns, he said... Also, by the way, might have had a uh, domestic dispute case. Oh, yeah, domestic violence, yeah. Uh, Yeah. The, the new Bishop Sycamore coach has said, we're not a school. That's not what Bishop Sycamore is. So, in other words, they've come clean. Tyron Jackson, who, who identifies himself on social media as the new head coach at Bishop Sycamore, which doesn't physically exist anywhere, and he's now said uh, there was a mistake on the paperwork that resulted in a misconception that Bishop Sycamore High School is actually, you know, a school. We do not offer curriculum. They described it as a post-grad football academy. I, for one, applaud this, Jay, because the first step towards a recovery is truth, right? Being honest with yourself and others. Well, second of all, as someone who studied the Catholic religion for seven years, there's no such thing as Bishop Sycamore. There was no bishop named Sycamore, right? Right. No Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. Um, Did you see the new... Texas Stadium uterus porch 
I did not. Okay. Texas Stadium. They, I'm looking it up. L- look it up right now. Uh, pretty much, it's supposed to be in the shape of Longhorns. Texas Stadium uterus. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> did that come up on a Google search? Came, came right up. Texas Stadium uterus. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it that they had to kind of do some things to make it work, but it doesn't really nail the head of the Longhorn. It narrows down to a small pouring out where other teams are going to want to come in there. And they're going to want to put their dick in that thing. There's just no two ways around it. All that testosterone going on. That's pretty good. But, hey, it's that's Texas. That's pretty good. It's Texas. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool right there. Texas, Texas forever. Texas forever. Um, did you see John? Uh, so you saw the Brian Kelly comments. I talked about this yesterday with Andy. Oh, this he, yeah, the most insufferable. I hate it. I hate people know my hatred for Dabo runs deep. <laughs> yes, it but does. This, but then Brian Kelly spoke. Well, if, if if I had to rank my hatred, Scott Frost is a very close third. <laughs> Why? Um, uh, because he uh. Hit in the closet while Lawrence Phillips oh, was beating right. up a woman. Right, and, and he's a dick. And didn't he um, also? Didn't they also claim championship T-shirts when he was yeah, at Florida for UCF? UCF? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and Brian and, Kelly. And, and, and by the way, hasn't done shit since he's gone back yeah. to Nebraska. By the way, has the worst winning percentage in five in, over five year span in Nebraska football history? So there you go. Yeah. Brian Kelly second, and Dabo's number one. But Brian Kelly with that stupid trying to be John McKay. Which that was like in 1978, and that was actually funny when John McKay said it. Here's, because here's a little they're, they're, yeah. Oh, they're pros. They're pros. Yeah. They're getting paid. They're not kids. Yes, yes. And they and they went 0 and 14. Brian Kelly's team just won the game. How about you yeah. maybe say something nice, you dick, and then He's go to work on mopping stuff up afterwards? He's such so, an insufferable dick. I know, but my guy Chris Broussard, who runs this podcast, is now throwing things at the wall, listening to me bash his coach again. He's got two boys. At Notre Dame, he's writing two checks to Notre Dame. I gotta ask CB. Hey CB, well, yeah, well, are, you CB getting a two, are you getting a two for a one two discount? For one? <laughs> I will say Mazda for Christmas on every two because that that school is hard to get into. No, it is. No, look, I'm all about. So, I'm so all he's about got some great jeans. Yeah, I'm all about the Notre Dame persona and the hype and the prestige, but I don't care for Kelly. But no, Kelly, I hate him. I, I know, hate him. I know. But Kelly's been able to win, and it's a hard thing well, to win. Well, until they get to the BCS, and then they get their asses handed to them yeah, but he's every winning. year. Okay, but we just talked about how Scott Frost ain't doing shit at Nebraska. You but, saw how yeah. Chip Kelly struggled when he went back, although big win against LSU, we think. By the way, they're, they're good, by the way. UCLA yeah, that's good. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Here, was, here was John McKay from NFL Films back in the day, ripping on his own team while mic'd up for the Sable Boys on NFL Films. Classic stuff. Take a listen. Oh, come on. Loading, you son of a bitch. <laughs> great build-up, though. I, right. I was going to nail the post. Great build-up. Yeah. I think, it's, uh, I think it's Twitter not doing it correctly. Uh, maybe I'm off of... Uh, anyway. God damn it. We can... The, the reporter asked him, Coach, how do you feel about your team's execution? And he said, I'm in favor of that. In favor of right, exactly. That's Which, great one. Yeah. Great Drop a pass or a run. Otherwise, we're in great shape. Hey, what's you? What's wrong with playing Mon in the game? Uh, he tackles. Huh? <laughs> he tackles. That's a great line. Let's put the guy in the game that, you know, actually tackles. We got all these old pros. Nobody tackles. We're trying to get the ball to keep it about a week. They show the the Rams and uh, McCutcheon 
Who was McCutcheon? Lawrence. Lawrence McCutcheon. Lawrence McCutcheon. The ones that aren't that are brainless. We got, uh, had to scramble out of there quite a lot of sacks. Uh, well, we didn't block. But we made up for it by not tackling. We didn't. The Bucks. We didn't block, but we made up for it by not tackling. That's... Yeah, well, they were an 0-14 team. I, I want to say Spurrier was on that team. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yep, yep, Sex. Steve. Yep, Steve. Not a very fun year. Nope, nope. Coach McKay was pretty hard on us, but, you know, we, we deserved it. Yeah, we were not very good. Greatest coach in Southern California history. John McKay. Yes. That's right, because you are a uh, Trojan at heart. I, I am. Okay, one more, and then we're going to finish on FTG. Yeah, because I got a question, FTG question, so go ahead. Okay, do you want to do it before I launch FTG? Well, well, no, no, I'll put it in my FTG. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. All right. I want to celebrate, Jay, the 10-year anniversary of one of the greatest coach riffs ever. It's the Dogs and Cats speech. Oh, from Coastal Carolina coach. David Bennett talking about we need more We need more dogs. dogs. We don't have much cats. Twelve cats live across the road. Our door's open. Screen's broke. We need to get a new screen door. But the screen's broke, so you can come in through the screen, but you can't. By the way, reporters are like, where is this going? Yeah, Why the yeah. fuck do I care about your screen door? Get back out of it. I turn and look. There's a little kitty cat in our in our kitchen. Hey, so little I said, kitty what cat. What are you doing in here, little kitty cat? <laughs> By that time, the cat turns, tries to get back out. The screen won't go Boom. that way. Cat starts going. Meow. By the way, his dialect is what I call up-tempo South Kakalaki. Yes. It's a very yes. specific. It's not a Georgia drawl. No, that's North that's North Carolina. That yeah, this is a uh this is a Carolina up tempo, high energy. Hey now, hey, hey, hey. Oh crazy. And I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back. I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I said, it's a cat in the house. Cat, cat in the house. house. It's a cat in the house. So I told our players, I tried to let it out the front door. That's still going crazy in there. And I told our players. You need to be more, need like more dogs. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look, Do I look good? good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't did, need no meows. We don't need no cats. None of that made oh, any fucking God. sense. No, he did a goddamn bit of sense. He did have a little bit of success, but then I think it fell off pretty quickly after that. Josh Norman's coach. Oh, he. Oh, really? Yes. Well, coach Josh Norman. How about that? Yes. Okay, here we go. Big finish, everybody. Stand by, and here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got? So I wanted to surprise the future ex, Mrs. Cottrell, on her birthday next week by taking her to a Hall of Notes concert. And I went and bought tickets. Do you know that the surcharge for these things are like 45 bucks? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't want to rail because I didn't know if they were a sponsor of the Zabecast. So I didn't want to rail. Ticketmaster? Oh, no, well, SeatGeek, well, any one of these things. Oh, it's a, whose surcharge was it? Ticketmaster or a secondary reseller like SeatGeek or Seat StubHub Geek. or something like that? They literally bent me over and treated me like, <laughs> like, uh, like um, 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 the Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay, well, the, the, the gift. It was the worst thing ever. 
<laughs> By the way, I would never take dirty seat geek, seat geek or Ticketmaster money. Call me Ticketmaster. The rates are negotiable. So the but ticket itself was listed at what before fees? 135 Okay. Reasonable, so, but then 46 extra dollars of fees. Twice. So the tickets were 260 plus another 90 for the charges. There you go. Man. By the way, of course she's worth it. But still, <laughs> you, you just fucked me. That's yeah. the worst thing ever. I, but you have to factor that in. This is the way of the world these days. And what's I getting know, worse but... is that everything is digital. Everything's on your phone. So you can no longer just hand somebody some physical tickets and say, here, have a good time. Oh, God, it was the worst thing so, ever. I, to I seat didn't geek, get kissed you, afterwards. To seat geek, you say, Jay. Fuck those guys and gals. How was the concert? Oh, no, no, it's next Saturday. Oh, okay, good. Well, report back, and I, I can't wait to hear. Hall of yes. Notes, and who else? Oh, opening by Squeeze, my third favorite group of all time. Oh, wow. Okay, very good. My FTG is a fuck those gals? Ooh. It is. Headline, entire Time's Up board to step down amid Andrew Cuomo scandal. Oh, this is this. rich. I Shonda Rhimes, Eva Longoria, and others step down because their group, Time's Up, and this sexual harassment bullshit. They were advising former Governor Andrew Cuomo during the height of his scandal. They're like, okay, here's what we can do. All right, let's just here's say it was book. this. Yeah, you've lost the plot, ladies, when you just make it, well, he's our guy politically, so we got to defend him. Fuck those gals. Goodbye. Although even Longoria is still a dime piece as she's she approaches still, 50. She's still a nine and a half. Yeah. Still a nine and a half and holding steady. Jay, as always, a delight. Thank you, as always. And we will talk to you next week. And as Ken Beatrice liked to say, bye-bye now. And that is a wrap from the Mobile Strike Studio. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Zabecast. Remember, subscribe to Fridays, which are sometimes Thursdays, uh, which will be Scott and Sally in the very van coming up on tomorrow's Zabecast. Ran out of music. That's on me. Have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. You like easy money? Well, thanks to my bookie and their lock of the season. If either team scores in the NFL season opener, you win. A game hasn't ended 0-0 since, well, World War II, so this is a sure thing. Head to mybookie.ag, select the lock of the season, and any team scores between the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Bucks, and you win! The best bet is the one you cannot lose. MyBookie is also playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest, and it only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season, so don't wait to get in the game. Join now. Head to MyBookie.ag today and use our promo code ZABE and instantly receive double your first deposit. That's right, double your funds to double your winnings. Again, that's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and receive double your first deposit and get started with MyBookie today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.